Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Wayne to the show where we're going to be talking about many things, mindset, but in particular, we're going to be talking about healing from a relationship. So, Just a quick introduction to Wayne. Wayne is a singer, entertainer, photographer, fundraiser, and empath on a new journey of self-growth. So Wayne, welcome to the show today. Good to get you on and uh, have this conversation today. Tell us a little bit more if there is anything to add on what I've just said and what actually gets you so uh, passionate or interested about talking about healing from a relationship um it's not just relationships really it's Mm. it's the whole package of uh you know i know there's a lot of people that are suffering from mental health issues from Mm. covid and all all, just the the general state of the world at the minute people are struggling massively in in all types of areas so um and I, I do feel like I'm uh, I'm definitely an empath. I, I tend to attract people that need help. I get inboxes all the time saying, um, you know, how have you gone from being depressed and drinking um, and not doing anything with your life to then suddenly being in the best mental state you've ever been in? And I, I find myself trying to explain from my point of view because there's a lot of people that actually learnt these skills by going on a course but I didn't have the money to do any of that. So it was all self, uh, self-researching, self watching YouTube videos, speaking to people, uh, listening to audio books. Mm. And it just some, it all seems to fit with the way I am. Um, so I've gone from being, as I say, a year and a half ago, maybe. I was drinking quite a lot, um, binge drinking mainly. Um, I was not really in the best place mentally anyway. Um, I was going from maybe drinking every night of the week, uh, saying to myself, I've got to stop. I might stop for a week or two weeks, but then I'd be back on it. And I kept falling off the wagon, um, various reasons. Um, And I just thought to myself, one day I've got to stop doing this. I've got to put my life back on track. So I started researching, started watching YouTube and uh, audio books. And here I am today. um, And I'm, as I say, the best uh physically I've been I've lost a lot of weight mentally I'm very uh positive um I'm very in touch with the uh, things like the universe and um you know uh many manifestation and that sort of thing I'm a big believer in positivity breeds positivity um and yeah regarding the breakup I had a, a very painful breakup from somebody that I thought that was going to be um part of my life and didn't work out and Again, three months of self-pity and um, struggling and not being in a good place. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I'm still not in the, you know, not fully healed or whatever. But it's it's getting there, and all the other things that have come with it, sobriety, which I never thought I'd stop drinking. Um, but here I am, just gone past the eight month mark. Oh, really? um, I haven't touched the drop of alcohol. I don't intend to. I, I just completely, uh, I think I sort of hypnotised myself to say that it's not good for you. It's, we all know that alcohol 
when it's abused, it's it's a, a drug. It doesn't do any anything uh, very good for your your physical uh, as well as your mental well being. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I, I, I always give myself a pat on the back because I don't I don't really believe that I've got as far as I can without any external help. I mean, there's a there is a, a chap that um, he's a NLP practitioner, a life coach friend of mine, Matt Hall, who's also um, a, a life coach. He's doing very well. He helped me quite a, a lot way back um, at the start. But a lot of it has been um, done from my own onset, saying, right, I've got, to, I've got to change my life. I've got to do something about it. And I've made sure I've got up and done my 5K walk every day and uh, stopped eating bad food, stopped drinking and... Uh, yeah, it just seems I, I know that uh, being an empath is one of these things that where people think they are, but they don't necessarily find out that they are. But I, I seem to attract people all the time that want help, and and I revel in helping people. I love helping people, whether it's advising someone about singing, to advising what books I've listened to. Um, I just don't seem to stop wanting to help people, and um, it's just in my genes, I think. So the yeah, it's it's all about. I think one day it'll just click in your mind, and once it's in your mind, that's it. You you want to stop, but you won't stop until you've succeeded what you're doing. So it's all very. Uh, what's the word? I, just as how it's meant to be. It, it it just fell in my lap, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Gotcha. Well, thanks for sharing your your story, Wayne, and uh, very inspiring. And congratulations on you know all the action you've been taking, and you know in the sobriety, obviously for for a number of months now. Was there a point that made you? You said you went through obviously some challenges, and, and yeah, really appreciate you sharing that. Was there a point? Because some people, um, you know, don't get to that point of change, and then some people do. You see different stories and different people. Was there something that like clicked for you? Like I've got to make a change. Um, I've got to, you know, stop drinking some of these bad habits. Was there a defining or or, or kind of point for you that made that change? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I look back. Uh, I think probably four or five years ago, I, I was actually running a pub at the time. Um, which was another mistake. Uh, just something that when you were a bit of a drinker you, and you've got drink there all the time and you're with drinkers, it wasn't the best time to be uh, running a pub. But the, it, the, there was a, a chap that used to come in. He was a singer. He was a lovely, lovely chap. I got to know him. Um, he was a regular and he was a proper drinker. Um, and he used to be in a state. And he started getting to the point where he was um, jaundice. He was the, his liver was failing. Um and he'd been warned by his doctor two or three times in the space of two years, you've got to stop it, you're going to kill yourself. And um, the words kill yourself is sometimes you overused. People don't take that as serious. They just think, oh, yeah, that, it's not going to kill me. I'm okay. I've been drinking all these years. And they just tend to ignore it. And um, I just remember talking to him so many times and saying, listen, mate, you've got to stop drinking. It's not. It's not lies. He's going to kill you. Your liver is telling you. You've got jaundice. You're yellow. Your eyes are yellow. You've got to stop. It's going to kill you. And he's, yeah, I'll stop. I'll stop. And he'd stop for a couple. Oh, 
Germany's got like a, a cap behind him. And I'm saying, why why are you drinking again? Oh, it's not mine, it's my girlfriend's. And I'm like, come on, mate, you, can, you, you don't pull the wool over my eyes. And I always remember um, that he was back on it um, saying I'll be okay. And then I had a phone call from his family to say that he'd been took into hospital um, with liver failure again. Um, and I'll never forget I'll never forget the feeling that um, I got to, there to see him. His family were all in the room and they, uh, the doctor said, sorry, are you, are you family? And I said, no, I'm just a friend. And he said, oh, sorry, you can't come in. And all his family was going, no, no, he, Keith wants him in there. He wants to come in. So I sat around the bed um, and I just remember the doctor um, basically telling himself and his family that that was it. They couldn't do anything for him. Um he was basically there and he wasn't leaving the hospital. And to see the faces of my friend and his family, uh, seeing that, um, you know, that final statement after everything, it just weren't, wasn't a nice thing to see. Um, and, you know, I think he lasted a week going to see him every day and he finally fell asleep and never woke up. And that, made me think, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm not, I've never really been that far gone. But once you're on the slippery slope, you can get to the stage where you, you're in self-denial and you don't realise that you're at that stage, which is obviously what he did. Um, and I started thinking about my family, you know, my my mum my and my dad are both worried about me. My brother was always messaging me saying he was worried about my drinking. Um, it was affecting my social life it was affecting my singing or you know my, my voice wasn't the best uh and i always look back at that that story of losing a friend um after warning him and uh and my main main thing is my daughter um you know thinking do i want my daughter to be without a dad not really and do i want my family to uh lose their son not really um and it just hit me that like a ton of bricks the one morning i, I woke up and i said this has got to change. And I said to myself in, in my head, um, I'm going to change. And if I go back, if I slip up, I'm going to feel gutted. I'm going to be, you know, uh, disappointed in myself. I'm going to let my family down. And I just got it in my head, my family, my daughter. I'm doing this for them, not just for me. Um, and that was the, once that seed was in my head, that was it. You know, even going out and being, tempted going to the pub singing and somebody's got a free drink for me and I just said no um, and the longer it went on the easier, easier it was surprisingly you know I got to six months and thought wow six months without drinking I never ever thought I'd get to this stage but I'm now at eight months and I can't ever see me drinking again it's like I, I get offered it all the time and and I think there's no way I'm going through eight months of effort to then be back to the beginning it's not happening so it's once you get that mindset once you get that little click in your head you realize that you're doing it for the right reasons um it's getting to that stage of the issue if, if people get once they get to that stage then you know that's that's where you need to be it's just getting to that stage that's the difficult part mm. wow yeah I can see, you know, your reasons why, you know, this is driving knowing someone and then thinking of others as well impacted on this. And like you say, noticing maybe potential slippery slope and not wanting to go down that path. 
yeah. and now you've been like obviously consistent with it for like eight months. One one of the things I wanted uh, to ask, and whether it's drinking or whether it's something else, we can all get into bad habits. Obviously, some habits you know a lot worse for us than others. Um, and I found from my own experience and other people that sometimes we can get into those bad habits, those quick fixes when perhaps emotionally things are really, really tough. Um, and we have days when they're tough, whether that's like a, a relationship kind of challenge or break up, or you're reminded about something or, you know, you receive some bad news for you when you go through uh like a tough time or a tough day or a tough week is there is there something you have in place uh that you know stops you going back to perhaps drinking and then using drink to deal with it yeah again it, it's 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 been a lot of um uh reading uh audio books I, i'm not one that can sit and read a book i, I get distracted quite easily <laughs> so um, that's why I stopped reading. But since I've discovered audio books, they're an absolute godsend. You know, I can, I can have my Bluetooth on in the in the car if I'm driving to a gig two two miles away, unless I'm learning a song or some or whatever. I rarely listen to music anymore. I put the uh, these uh, audio books on, and one of the things that I found uh, extremely useful, which I don't think enough people. Uh, educate people with with these audio books and that's that you can still get um you know you can still get distracted listening to an audio book but what i do is i mean in the car listening to it or the, the best way to do it is to at night when you're in bed put my headphones on I lie in bed with the lights off with my headphones on and i listen to the book and then if you fall asleep um it's still going in um it, do, it does still go in your head even though you're asleep um, and that's what happened when I uh, managed to stop drinking. I listened to a book called Alcohol Lied to Me, which is by Craig Beck. And I've listened to it three or four times. And I've sent it to people. Uh, I've got a, a friend, Payne, in... Um, sorry, my camera just fell over. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a friend called Paige who's in Spain. She's a singer and she was saying that she wanted to... Um, quit drinking and I persuaded her to buy this book and she's now seven months I believe it is um into sobriety and she's saying it's the best thing she ever did um so that's the secret behind it but when I get to in answer to your question when I get the feeling of uh I'm having a bad time or I'm having a bad week I'm a massive believer in um manifestation and positivity uh, and I used to be, I used to see people say uh, positivity breeds positivity and negativity the, the same, the, the polar opposite. And I did find that it was the case. If, if you've got something, I'll give you a prime example. I've used this so many times when I'm trying mm. to, to explain about staying positive. Um, it's a, a bit of a weird scenario to, to tell you about, but it's the one that sticks out in my mind. A year, a year and a half ago, maybe, I always remember I was in the kitchen. I was in a rush and I was um, making a drink. Um, one of the things I've done with my health kick, I've stopped drinking, uh, I've stopped a lot of dairy. I don't eat bread and I don't eat, uh, drink a lot of milk. I used to drink a lot of milk, really. I don't really drink milk anymore. I have black coffee. But I was in a rush and I was making a cup of coffee and um, I pulled the fridge open. And as I pulled the uh, 
took the, the, the milk out, put it in my drink, and when I went to put it back, I dropped it and it went all over the floor. And I was already in a rush. Uh, and this milk was strewn all over the floor. And I was so angry. I was screaming at the top of my voice. <sighs> you know, really, really angry. Um, and I was there, like, mopping it up and cussing myself and thinking, what the hell, I don't need this now. I'm already in a rush. Um, and it put me in a mood. And for the next half an hour in the car, I was cussing and I was just thinking about it over and over again. And then when I was doing this self-healing and I was looking at things, um, and I, I always remember reading that if something happens and you dwell on it, what's the point? It's happened. You can't change it. So why make yourself feel bad for the next hour or two days or whatever it is? Just let it go. It's done. You can't do anything about it. So I got to this stage where I'd in my mind I've got like a little switch. And if something bad happens, straight away this switch comes on. I remember that time then I dropped the milk. And I remember feeling angry and I remember feeling um in a bad place for an hour afterwards. And it was just such a waste of energy. So I thought, right, and it happened again about uh, two months ago, exactly the same thing. And for a split second, I had the anger. And straight away, this little switch came on in my head. It's fine. It's only a bit of milk on the floor. It's going to take me a couple of minutes to wipe it up. You know, it's not it's not the, the end of... Uh, it's not something major that's going to affect me. It's not going to affect anyone else. Just milk. So I got down and I wiped it up and carried on with my day and I didn't even think think about it. And it's that switch, it's that thing that's in my head that I know that if you if you dwell on negativity and you let things worry you that, that doesn't affect you anymore, what's the point? If you let it go, you feel great again straight away. So that's the that's what I do. I don't know what what it was that made me get to this stage. It was just a switch just making myself realise that you can't dwell on things because it's just, you know, life's too short to dwell on things. That's the, the main thing that I that I always think back to. Mm, love it. Thanks, Wayne, uh, for like sharing that because I know a lot of us go through uh, some some challenges. It's easy to go into some of the, some of the bad habits. Um, yeah. Just wanted to, like, just touch on a couple more things, really. Um like talking about lots of people find it hard and myself included when sort of like that relationship's not like worked out and it can, yeah, it can sort of impact us emotionally for a bit. And like you said, it's, it's something sort of a process. You still sort of work for a little bit. Is there yeah. anything uh, that you've used to help you through that process or is it kind of a little bit, maybe some of the stuff you said already just would really like to hear your input on that because I know that's a challenge a lot of us uh are challenged with uh yeah yeah I think you just get to the stage where you have to uh, accept that um that life is planned out for you and uh, and I believe that um if if you're open-minded and you're you believe in things like the universe I mean I've got friends that sort of take the mickey a little bit when you start talking about yeah. things like you know synchronicity and universe. And way back, I used to I used to think, oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But when you start experiencing these things, then you do 
believe in it and it does work and you, you you've got to believe to yourself that if something if something doesn't work out then it's not meant to be or it or at that particular time it doesn't necessarily mean it might something might not change for the future but at that particular moment in time or that part of your life that the path that you're on it's not meant to be and you know I've looked at jobs recently that where I'm all for it and I'm thinking oh my god this is going to be great but then I'll, I'll sit back and I'll let the universe take over and something happens and it makes me not be able to go for that job or be able to do that thing and I believe it's the universe that's making that happen it's not me making a, an informed decision it's me letting the universe decide which path I go on I'm a massive believer in it and like to the point where as like, you can see my hand mm. um 11-11 you probably know about things like that the um you know uh synchronicity and being in tune with things I, I, I've yeah. been seeing 11-11 for 15 years and it used to freak me out that um I'd say these things and thinking, what the hell am I seeing? And when you look into it, when you Google it and you look at the ramifications of being in, in, in tune with things, that's what it is. And that's why I felt compelled to get it on a, a tattoo because it's part of my life. It's part of who I am and it's part of uh, the way I, I live my life now. I, I let things flow. I let things, these things are meant to happen, they will happen. And if they're not meant to happen, then they won't. Simple as that. That's the, the way I, I look at, at situations nowadays. Mm, I love it, Wayne. Um, yeah, the acceptance and kind of going with that, that flow of life rather than fighting it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so just to sort of like wrap up really today, I know we could we could talk for a while, but and I know <laughs> you inspire. Yeah, we could. you got so much to share. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And, but I know obviously you, you you've inspired quite a lot of people on online and they've been following your journey as well. So really just to wrap up, is there maybe a final point that perhaps you'd like to share with us? And where can the listener find you if they want to find out a little bit more about you? Uh, well, as I said before, we came on the uh, on the live uh, video that, that my I think my calling I'm, I'm doing all these different things. I'm, I've been a singer. Uh, I do a lot of promotional work for singers. I do signs and uh, promo for singers and bands and stuff. And every day I get, I think this, my calling is to be some sort of a um, a life coach or to help people in some way. And I'm still on that journey trying to find out what, what it is I'm supposed to be doing. As I say, I, I, I'm, I'd love to do podcasts the same as you do. It's something I might I might look into in the future. But as it stands at the minute, with this type of thing, I, I'm very new to it. I'm very new to talking on a video. I'm, I'm very new to um, thinking of ways to help people. Um, and it's it is something that I'm going to look into. I'm not going to let it, let it slip. It's when I've got the chance, I'm going to look into doing it. But the only thing I've got really is my Facebook, which is. Um, uh, Wayne J Swifty. It's, uh, I, I put a lot of my every morning. I put a positive meme up for people to. Uh, I, I get the same old people say, "Morning, Wayne. Have a great day." And I've uh, I got uh, very lucky to have five thousand five hundred followers uh, mm -hmm. on my Facebook. So I'd, I'd like to utilize all those people somehow. I don't know how to do it yet, but um, that's really the main the main place people can find me. I am on instagram but again i'm not really um 
growing that enough to to make it useful. But uh, yeah, if, if people just watch this space, I'm, I don't know how long it's going to take me, but at some stage I'd like to be uh, role reversed and I'm in your position and I'm doing these for other people. That would be a, a, a bit of a, a good thing to look forward to if, if that can happen. I'm sure it will at some point. Awesome. I'm sure it will as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on today, Wayne. And sharing- Thanks for having me, mate. It's been really good to speak to you. It's been great to uh, hopefully inspire people. And um, it's given me a bit of a, a kick to try and get something sorted. So as I say, watch this space. We'll see what happens. Awesome, Wayne. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.